Back with us, John Morris Show, on this Thursday morning. Thursday means the Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day. Rob, there you go, and I uh, hope you appreciate that one. That is, uh, who, TSOP, right? The Sound of Philadelphia. Q, is that right? Don't, uh, don't get me lying to you. <laughs> I hear you. And I think that's right, TSOP. Uh, the sound of Philadelphia. Rob Sellers, funky bump of the day on this Thursday. Welcome in, uh, funky guy in his own right, the sports editor of the Waco Tribune Herald. Our good f- friend uh, Bryce Cherry joins us. And Bryce, in all seriousness, uh, really uh, sorry about the uh, passing of your brother. It sounds like very sudden circumstances this week. And uh, our, our prayers are with you and your family. And really sorry to hear about that. Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely a shock. Uh, it actually was uh, last Saturday night, um, and certainly um, a, a shock. But uh, families grieving and dealing with it as best we can, and uh, certainly glad that he knew the Lord. And um, you know that always offers a little bit of peace. Yeah, amen to that. Well. Our prayers are with you and your family. And he was in, he's in South Carolina, and, uh, you know, I guess it, it's going to be tough, really, to get everybody together, or will you even try to do that? So, yeah, there's a graveside service on Friday, obviously, okay. with very, very limited numbers. And um, my other brother is going to that, um, flying out from Texas and going to represent the family. Um and so we're kind of praying that he stays safe. But yeah. uh, there'll be a couple of uh, memorial services down the road um, that, uh, you know, we'll try to certainly get to those because uh, once things get back to normal, then then I think you can, you know, some of the restrictions will be, be lifted. Right. Well, very sorry, and uh, really appreciate you joining us this morning under those circumstances. Uh, I kind of gave a, a brief overview of uh, what we're talking about and the project that's underway, and it's in the Trib today, the uh, all-decade te- all teams for Baylor Sports, uh, Sport by Sport. Uh, this is a fun project that sounds like you and the guys at the Trib uh, had the same idea that we had in Baylor Athletics, and so, hey, let's work together and come up uh, with one, one big project project and uh, name those teams together absolutely uh you know we uh we had kind of been doing this for a while with um a series of super syntax uh, all decade teams you know various high school uh sports and um had been doing it really since last year um we did i think we started with basketball and and then got into um soccer and volleyball and football and um most recently softball and baseball and really everything that we have a super syntax team for and um and and then uh i think it was john werner honestly who said hey you know we really ought to do this for for baylor um you know we got (laughs) we need things to write about and (laughs) it's like yeah you're right and so we had started, you know, kind of crafting those uh, ideas a little bit, and um, and John, I think maybe even mentioned it uh, to to Krista or to somebody at Baylor, and and the word got around, and, and David Kay called me up and said, "Hey, look, you know, we're we're doing we're looking at doing the same kind of thing." So uh, he he offered up the idea of working together on it, and I was uh, all for that, and so. 
uh, we have a dream team of panel. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> with with yourself and uh, Jerry, uh, Jerry Hill, and um, we'll have a sports information director from each sport that we pick and a, co- a member of the coaching staff from each sport that we pick. Of course, that, that that's nice to have that kind of expertise on there. And then, obviously, uh, one writer from the Trib, whoever kind of covers that sport, the beat writer for that sport. So uh, we've gotten it started with uh, women's cross country today, and um, we'll have softball on Sunday and kind of go from there. And uh, your publication schedule for this will normally be uh, Thursdays and Sundays for the next few weeks. Uh, like you said, softball is the next team that will be unveiled and announced coming up on Sunday. Uh, and that's uh, – it's really cool to do. You know, we, we have met the, – uh, the group has met uh, – have met a couple of times. And it's really fun to do to go back and, uh, you know, remember some of the great uh, players and some of the great uh, teams over the past decade. I mean, this is a decade, you know, in Baylor athletics that is really worth celebrating, isn't it? Yeah, you know, in fact, when I wrote the, the column kind of previewing all this uh, uh, yesterday, um, I, I mentioned, I, I started to mention, let me say, that this this was arguably uh, the the most successful de- decade in Baylor athletic history. And then I, I just said, ah, forget that. <laughs> you, I don't it even is. think you have to say arguably. <laughs> I think, you know... If you're looking at just Baylor athletics from a from a whole, I mean, you know, obviously there was maybe some sports that that had you know better better runs or something, but if you put it all together, I mean, uh, women's basketball won a couple national titles. We saw the emergence of uh, acrobatics and tumbling as a as a powerhouse program under Coach Fee. Obviously, football, you know, with what they've done the last 10 years, a couple Big 12 titles, you know, a Fiesta Bowl, a Sugar Bowl. Um, you know, and I, I think that does count because that's the uh, 2019 season. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, men's basketball. I mean, there's just been a lot of highlights. And and certainly when you start looking at the, the athletes that, that got all that done, uh, there's some big names in there, some real all-timers, and um, yes, yeah, it'll be fun to put those together. And I'm certain, I'm certain it won't always be easy either. I mean, just some of the decisions we'll have to make. Well, that's true. I mean, we, we've already seen that a little bit. Uh, you know, we've done the women's cross country. We, we've done softball that'll come out on Sunday and there's some tough choices in there. Uh, and, and it's fun to, to kind of go back and forth with the panel that you mentioned, uh, you know, with everybody, you know, just piping in with their opinion of it and uh it's it's really a good good you know good friendly conversation debate about some who should be on the first team or on the second team or make the team yeah absolutely i mean honestly one of my uh like most fun things that we've always done at the trib is just each year pick the super syntax team you know and, and we always do the football team over a lunch uh, obviously, uh, you know, we can't really do uh, these kind of things over lunch unless we all just get on Zoom and have our lunch with us. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we kind of are making do with, with what we have right now. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, part of the fun of it is that lively debate and, um, you know, it, it is friendly and everybody's got their own opinions and, and everybody's got their own vote. I mean, you know, when it comes down to it, if you still disagree at the end of the debate, I mean, you just vote that way, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we'll see how, how it all ro- plays out in the voting, but, but I do also feel like there's going to be some where we come across that it's like, you know, everybody agrees this person needs to be on there. Bryce Cherry, our guest, the sports editor for the Waco Tribune Herald, talking about the uh, the project that's underway, naming the all-decade teams for the decade of the 2010s uh, for Baylor sports. Bryce, as you go through this, and obviously this project is going to take a, a lot of work, but as you go through it, I mean, doing the whole decade, how much of this do you feel like, and maybe you've already had this come up, but how much have you all of a sudden said, like, whoa, remember this and remember that? Because in the moment, it's easy to remember, but when you start going back, you might have forgotten about some stuff that were real big highlights or some players that were big-time players that you might not have thought about. Yeah, I think that's a great point, Q, and uh, and I, I certainly think that may be the case with some of, uh, you know, the non-revenue sports where – you know, obviously, we, we spend a lot of time and attention, uh, you know, all of us do, I think, on sports like football and basketball. Uh, but, you know, there's other sports that have success. And, and um, I think as you dig in and you go, oh, yeah, wow, right? that was that was quite a season or whatever. I mean, even, you know, we started the other day with, with like I said, cross country and, um, you know, Rachel Johnson is our is our runner of the decade for Baylor for the uh, for the 2010s and she was fifth at the national meet in 2014, which is a really really strong finish. I mean, we were talking about the quality of runner there. I mean, it's tied for the best finish ever at Baylor. So, um, you know, it was great to talk to her this week uh, for the story, and and that's a fun thing too that we'll get to do out of this is once we you know, name all these, uh, you know, superlative winners, you know, the players of the decade, the the hitters of the decade, pitchers of the decade, various superlative awards that we'll have going with these teams. We'll get a chance to, you know, reminisce with them, uh, write a little story about them and see what they're up to now. In Rachel Johnson's case, she's actually a cross-country coach at Liberty, uh, okay. you know. So pretty, pretty cool. I mean, she's still – she actually still competes too. She's hoping to make a run at the Olympic trials, but um, you know, so it's it's fun to to go down memory lane, as you said, and remember some things that we might have forgotten. And then it's also, you know, it's a good time to kind of uh, talk to the talk to those people and, and have them remember uh, things that uh, that you may have overlooked. Yeah, that was that was actually going to be my, my next question, really, about the coaches, kind of turning their attention to the coaches. How much fun is it to be able to pick their brain and just kind of see where, you know, almost get their perspective, but from a coach's point of view instead of how we always watch it is from a, a media person's standpoint? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's it's so invaluable to have them on the on the panel. Um, when, when we pick Super Syntax, you know, uh, and when other all area teams have been picked, I mean, um, typically you do that based on coaches nominations. Right. Um, uh, but you, you know, you don't have them there in the room with you and, and you go by, you know, and that's probably a good thing sometimes, but in this case, uh, I think it, it really 
it benefits us to have that coach, you know, sitting there who's, who's seen these athletes up close. Uh, in a lot of cases at Baylor, you know, there may be coaches that were there the entire time, you know, of the decade. There'll be some cases where that wasn't, wasn't the case. And that'll be kind of interesting too. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, just to pick their brain and to, to see who they thought and, uh, like the other day, I mean, I think J-Mo will agree that um, I think Todd was real honest about, you know, um, where where he thought the different runners ranked on the cross-country uh, side of things. We did actually knock out two birds with one stone in that meeting and, and picked the men's cross-country team as well um, in that meeting. But, you know, it's uh, it's great to have those that expertise and to to get their um, their thoughts on things. Ultimately, they still only have one vote, um, but but certainly, I think their their opinion on things uh, holds a lot of, of sway. Well, I would completely agree with that. Uh, not that I don't, uh, you know, uh, respect Jerry's opinions. <laughs> I would say above all others, but, but maybe not above all others, but equally with everybody else's. But, you know, you got the coaches, and I, I think if there's any, if there's any, uh, you know, uh, uh, this, there is discussion, obviously, but if it comes down to one or the other, man, I would lean toward the coaches and their opinion on that because, I mean, they're the ones who, who are with them every day and practice, see every game situation. And we've seen a lot of those, but not, not as much. I haven't seen those uh, student athletes in every situation like the coaches have. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we've even done that over the years, uh, again, just in the Super Syntex example, where we've – you know, we've had opinions about different things, and 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 then maybe we're we're stuck on someone, and we go, hmm. You know, uh, La Vega really has three good linebackers here that that are all, you know, pretty similar in stats, and you know, I wonder I wonder what their coach thinks and about you know who how he right. might rank them, right. and that's just an example. And so sometimes we'll make that call and say, you know, hey, how, how do you, how do you rank these guys? You know, because we're having a hard time doing it. So uh, yeah, I, I think that to have the coaches there and helping us out is going to be it's going to be fun. It's going to be you know valuable, and uh, I'm looking forward to to the whole rollout of the project. I think we're going to have uh, you know, a good time kind of putting all these together. And uh, let everybody know that the teams that will be selected and the teams that uh, will be announced uh, in the trib and uh, on our website at BaylorBears.com, for example, softball that's coming up Sunday, uh, there'll be a first team at every position, then there'll be a second team at every position, and then uh, and three pitchers uh, selected for both first and second team. Then there'll be a pitcher of the decade, and there'll be a hitter of the decade, and and that's softball. Baseball will follow pretty much that same formula, but it'll be different in different sports. Bryce, like women's basketball, men's and women's basketball, uh, five-player first team and second team. Uh, and, and sometimes you can get into variables there. You know, does that mean uh, you'll have uh, uh, two guards, you know, two forwards and a post player, or is it just players, uh, you know, the five, what you would consider the best players of the decade? Sometimes there's some variables there. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and David Kay, when he came to me he, uh, and we started working out some of the details, um, I, I don't think we really uh, disagreed on anything. We kind of started hammering out, you know, how we thought this could all work. And he had some really good ideas in terms of, you know, formulating the panels and how we would meet and all that. And he, he wanted me to come up with, A, the schedule of, of when all of them would run, and B, uh, the rosters. And let me tell you, that was a little bit of a, a challenge. Just yeah, to, I bet. To, as you go sport by sport and to figure out, well, okay, how many would you put on this sport? And how many would you put on that sport? And, and I looked at things like all-conference teams and kind of you know for some of these teams the trib has done our own all big 12 teams you know over the years uh for football and men's and women's basketball baseball softball so um we've had you know we have sort of a formula on some of it uh that said um you know we won't paint ourselves into a corner on any of these things we've already seen a little bit of flexibility and i told uh dk that you know i said look as as these panels meet if we decide, you know, in our meeting, hey, let's uh, let's maybe add another player here or, or mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, in the case of cross country, I think we actually uh, reduced the number. I mean, we started uh, with an idea of maybe having ten, and then we went to seven, which seven really makes sense for cross country, as you know, that's how many they run on a on a race day. So, um, yeah, you know, it's it's. We're not necessarily, uh, you know, hard and fast on some of our roster um, guidelines. We'll figure it out, and and I think uh, people will appreciate the teams. And it's better to, um, I mean, you want a team to be exclusive and to certainly, um, you know, represent the best of the best, but you also want it to be inclusive in that, you know, if there's somebody that, really just belongs on the best of the decade you know uh let's let's figure out a way to get them on there yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> i'm all for inclusiveness you know as much as as much <laughs> as we can well it's a fun project and, and it's great to visit with you and uh we'll be visiting virtually a few times coming up in the next <laughs> weeks uh but thanks for being on with us this morning again uh, uh very sorry about the loss of your brother and uh we do appreciate visiting with you this morning Damo, appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. I've said this to many people. Uh, certainly have felt the love and support from folks, and, and uh, that uh, means a lot. So uh, appreciate you saying that, and, and y'all have a good one. All right, that's good. Thanks very much.